0: A second. So any secrets that you don't want the world to know.
1: Well, it's, not,
0: is. it's not time to share them. Mm, I'm just gonna skip that. We're gonna start writing the NFL since you know the hot we are kind of the center of the football universe right now. Right,
1: right, right. <clears throat> Put this parlay in real quick. We're recording. That we are. Okay. I mean, you might as well you might as well share your picks with the people. It's in season tournament NBA. We're taking the Raptors over the Magic and the Upset. 76ers over the Cavs. We're taking the Suns over the Trailblazers. I'm going to pick the Trailblazers to cover the 13. Against the Suns? Yeah. Trailblazers cover 13 over the Suns. And I swore I would never bet on the Lakers, but I'm taking the Lakers over the Jazz.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh, So what do we got here? We got plus 553 on that. Throw down 20 bucks. let try to make a hundred.
0: Ethan's going crazy. Oh, dang. Hold on. Let me mute myself. <laughs> Had to remind him like, yo. All right, let's get into it.
1: Let me, we'll see Let me share it.
0: Yep, go ahead. Ooh. Go ahead. All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you may find yourself and listen to the, where, as you listen to this, mm-hmm. welcome to the Only Sports Podcast of Brains and Bars. It's a black and white thing featuring A1 and A Ward. I'm one half of the dynamic duo. I'm on the well I guess I'm on the left side of the screen. I'm the black guy, although that's not necessarily why it's a black and white thing, but I am the black guy. um I'm a one Carlos, you can also call me Dan. You can check us out by going to the podcast app of your choice searching for brains and bars or it's a black and white thing. like rate, subscribe. you can also catch us on YouTube by searching brains and bars like and subscribe there as well comment all that good stuff hit the notification bell ding um you can also follow us on social media by going to at brains and bars on facebook twitter and Facebook. well i said facebook facebook twitter instagram that's the other one and tiktok so um as you can see i'm not here by myself i got my homie in the building a ward what's going on with you sir we're in the building in the building gonna be back it's
1: been about a month right
0: uh probably it's a month or so, Laron yeah. what's good what's good, good uh, yeah, yeah, it's been about a month a month or so um, I've been trying to I know you've been busy, I've been busy, I've been trying to get on here and do a show, and it's funny because, like all the notes that I have from like a month ago are still relevant today, yeah, um, yeah. little tweaks here and there, but they're still very relevant for today, especially as it relates to the n f l um so yeah, we're glad to be here. We got about let's see. It depends on what time. Is there a game before the Tennessee game? Because if there's a game before the Tennessee game, then that might there be a little not. bit of overlap. There isn't. There is so we have
1: we have well, the TV's have already four. ready there. So just you know, if, if, if it goes over a little bit, you know, you just might you just might have to compete. We have forty eight. Right minutes. now, the college football playoffs are about to tell us the top. Well, oh, there we go. Oregon's at six. All right.
0: <laughs> so that means Florida State's going to be at five. Michigan, uh Washington's going to be at
1: four. Yep, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. Okay.
0: Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia.
1: Texas is still in front of Alabama. There's seven. Alabama's eight. Missouri's nine. Doesn't Texas have two losses? No, just one. Just one? We got one at home to Texas. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right.
0: All right. All right, cool. So we're going to get into the show. We're going to start in the NFL because, you know, the – i a? I'm not going to say it was one of the games of the year. Although I do think it was a very entertaining game. Um, Chiefs Eagles went took went down on Monday Night Football last night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, shot the mama ward in the building. Mm-hmm. Chiefs Eagles went down last night. Um, very compelling game. Very interesting game. A game to me that restored like. There have been certain games this year that have given you the feel of, like, this is a big-time game. Yeah. Um, And this was one of them. Um, Competitive game. It is good to watch a game when your emotions aren't completely wrapped up in the team that you're watching. So you can really enjoy it without the stress of will they win, can they win, should they have, whatever. (laughs) That's how I Um, thought about uh, Duke, Arizona a couple weeks ago in that basketball game. (laughs) I mean, I have a little, I want Duke to lose every game. Um, so I was very satisfied with the outcome. Shout out to Caleb Love mm-hmm. returning to to Duke, to Cameron Indoor one more time and leaving as a as leaving victorious. Shout out to him with the shoes that had, you know, forever, forever tar heel. Um, thought that was pretty dope. But yeah, but like this, this game, I feel like Cowboys, Niners at the beginning had the feel of yeah, this is where this is a big time game where there's a lot of stakes on the line and Eagles Cowboys felt like was one, also one of those games that had that playoff feel playoff intensity to it um, at the at the jump. So great game. Um, the Chiefs lose 21-17. The offense does not score a touchdown in the second half. This is now the third game in a row where they have failed to score a point in the second half. And again, I talked about not point. Touchdown. I'm sorry. Touchdown. Excuse me. Um, but they failed failed to score a touchdown in the third game in a row. Um, and I where do we start? I mean, I okay, this offense. I think the last time we recorded a podcast, I said this not enough has been made about Matt Nagy and the regression of this offense because there's been yeah. a clear regression in this offense from last year to this year forget. I don't want to completely compare and contrast him to Eric B but I feel like that is the elephant in the room. The who was seemingly the scapegoat for any offensive failure that happened on while he was there, you heard about it. You're not hearing about it as much. I feel like maybe this is the first time where, where Nagy's kind of been in the crosshairs, but it, I'm surprised it took this long. Um, I'm going to be just upfront and honest. I don't trust Matt Nagy as an OC. I do not trust that he is going to put the players in the proper place to make things happen. It's gotten here. Here's the new scapegoat in Kansas city, by the way, it's not MVS. It is NVS. It is sky Moore. It is um, Justin, Justin, w- Justin Watson. Now the, the wide receivers coach, like, I feel like we skipped over Nagy to go to the wide receivers coach to give him grief. I think his name is Connor Embry. And so I guess I'll I'll ask you for before I do a little bit more on or say a little bit more about Connor Embry. I want to get your reaction to the game and what you think about this offense,
1: where it's been, where it's going. Well, for one, I think our defense played well enough to beat a Super Bowl contending team. So I think that. The one thing that I've noticed this year is that our offense is not the chemistry in our offense is not matured as fast as I thought it would, but the defense has not taken a dip. Like it, it, it wasn't one of those situations where the first five six games you play, you know, some teams and you know, and you're kind of like they're for real. They're for real. The defense play is playing well enough to win a Super Bowl. Um, the offense, however, is not. Now, when you talk about why we skip over Matt Nagy. I think it's because if these guys are catching the ball, you're not questioning Matt Nagy. <laughs> so, so you know, then if the guys are catching, there's some big drops and there's some big plays, and then you're winning games, and when you're winning games, you don't question anybody, you know? So I think that is, that's why it's easier for the wide receiver coach to be the fall guy. However, I do believe, um, now Matt Nagy, is not calling the plays, right? Andy Reid is I mean, so I, I'll put it to you like this. Anytime
0: the offense stunk, it was Eric B calling the plays. <laughs> yeah. Anytime the offense was successful, it was Andy's calling the plays. <laughs> I I think that it is a collaboration. Mm-hmm. I do think that that Matt's input is there. I do think he has input on play calling. I don't think this is just an Andy Reid show. And and again, like for such a precipitous decline, right, so, such a big decline, such a big mm-hmm. fall, you it would make you question, okay, is, is are we starting to see, like Andy's been on this run of offensive genius, great, uh, even back to Alex Smith, right, the end of the Alex Smith era, really prolific offenses, are we starting to see the decline? If this is all Andy, because, again, we had this discussion about the third down and short play calls a while back. They finally yeah. gave the ball to Pacheco on a third down, and let him run it.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Versus
0: trying to do uh a, a, I a of- like what the Vikings tried to get Josh Dobbs killed the other night. You know, so so again it it was a sad game. it uh, was Nate. But like so let me let me give you some stats here, right? To kind of back up what I'm saying. Yeah, so
1: I've seen, I've seen
0: him on Twitter. Come on. Let I I mean sh- I I yeah so the Chiefs right now they average uh 22 and a half points a game that's good for 14th in the league so they're about league average however if you take those if you take out games versus the bears and the chargers they score 41 and 31 respectively in those games so that's 72 points those 72 points represent 47 percent of their that's scoring mm-hmm. for the entire season you take those two games out the equation All other games combined, 19 points a game is what they've scored in all those other games combined, which would make them 23rd in the league. Right? That is not good. You're bottom third in the league if you take out their two highest scoring games. They're mid-pack, mid-tier, if you put it all together. That's not good. Um, I think I saw a stat on Twitter this afternoon that they've scored 13 points in the fourth quarter of all their games this year. Now, granted, again – Bears and Chargers games, they didn't need to score in the fourth quarter, even if they did. I'm not sure. I think they did score in the fourth quarter of of the Bears game because they pretty much dominated from start to finish. But that Chargers game, they were in control. They didn't really need to to put on the show. All the rest of these games have been competitive games for the most part. And so there has been a need to continue to put up points, and it has not happened. And so, again, to see such a decline and a regression – Either if Andy's in control, we have to have serious questions about Andy and what's going on. Or two, you got to look at the new guy in the room who didn't have the same level of input as he had when he was a QB coach. And so, again, I'm looking square. I'm not to go Michael Wilbon, who hates Matt Nagy. But I have to look directly at this guy who took over and, and ask some serious questions.
1: I think a big part, a big part of it is also the red zone offense, man. That's probably the, one of the most scariest things is just like for a long time, we've just relied on, you know, the ability to get the points when we need to get the points and where, you know, turnovers in the red zone last night, didn't even get us field goals. Normally we'd be upset. You know, we gotta, we gotta turn these into touchdowns. Shoot. You turn two of those into two field goals. You're looking at a whole different game. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, Because we're, because we turned the ball over in the red zone and, um, and honestly, both red zone turnovers are semi-unforced. You know, Pat Pat throws a, a bad ball, and then you know Kelsey looked like he had it covered up, and it was just a great punch. But still, punch. I mean, it was. I mean, it was a perfect punch. It was really, it really was. Um, but I guess you know, there's got to be some kind of way to, to let that not happen. But um, but yeah, I definitely think that I. I mean, at some point in time, right, the personnel on offense, like. You, you can't just like, I feel like it's declined. The personnel on offense is this is the, the least amount of good players around Mahomes that he's ever had.
0: So, but here's here's my problem, right? This is the same core from last year minus Juju Smith Schuster. Watson was here last year. Moore was here last year. Rice MBS here was here last, last year. Rice, wasn't, Rice, never, was, Rice yeah. wasn't here last year, right? But again, yeah. the majority of the receiving core, again, the only person you subtracted who wasn't, who is not, I mean, major contributor, right? Not talking about minor, not the the Jody Fortson's, the Marcus Camps yeah. of the world, is Juju. It's the same team.
1: But I also think that that's what the one thing that we lack is. I think, you know, one, one even a wide receiver too, you know, the, even a wide receiver too. Gives us the ability of like you you've seen a lot of plays last night where wide receivers didn't know how to sit in the zone you know they're running their routes or they didn't know you know they, they, there's uh, so there's not two people that whenever he breaks the pocket he can count on because he's looking for Kelsey no matter what you know what I mean and I think that it's just that one that wide receiver two it's like yo you get one of those and you're looking at you know maybe maybe a uh, uh, two two wins and you know or one one loss already this year and I don't know you know because I don't think they're far from it. But I do think that they're not gradually getting to where they need to be going into the playoffs. You know, like and I don't, my, see, oh, go ahead, I don't go ahead. see I just don't see I don't see what's gonna drastically change that hasn't happened in the first 12 weeks of the season, you know? And like I and thought that, by I thought by last week or the week before last, we, we would start seeing things clicking, you know.
0: And that's the problem. And therein lies and we're the problem. Like we're
1: playing a hard schedule coming up too, right? If I'm not mistaken, after the Raiders, we still got uh Buffalo.
0: Buffalo still on the schedule. Bengals are the next to last game of the season. Yeah. Still got go to go to L.A. to um, play cakewalk. the Chargers, which, which is no cakewalk, unless yeah. they have that ridiculous game plan where they just basically let Travis Kelsey get free releases all game. Yeah, uh, that exactly. was fun. <laughs> um, you know, so it's it's there. I put it to you like this. There are not a lot of gimmies on the schedule the way the offense is performing right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, another mind-blowing stat. The Cleveland Browns have scored more points this year the Kansas City Chiefs and they've been trying they've had Deshaun Watson for for less game like they've had backups playing at in, in major positions at quarterback than they have their actual starter and they have outscored the Chiefs like that is a sad stat for an offense that has the best quarterback in the game it's not like it's not as if they're no offense to Alex Smith or to uh Gosh, I'm blanking on Chiefs quarterbacks. Matt Castle, right? Or I forget the name of the quarterback from Bama that they drafted in the second round that flamed Brody out. Brody Croyle. Croyle. Right. Yeah. It's not like they got these caliber quarterbacks that they're rolling out there. They have the best quarterback in the game, yeah. and he is putting the ball on them, in their hands, and they're dropping it. Um, yeah. Like you said, they're running the wrong routes. They don't... The spacing's been bad. And the, who? What else am I supposed to think? So let's talk about Connor Embry. Um, listen, I've never played wide receiver. He knows more about playing the position that I'll, than I ever than I could have forgotten at this point. There is something to say to be said about grabbing these guys from KU, and we're not talking. Hey, oh, oh KU, you ranked this year, right? What you talking about? A hey, one no, they rank. Yeah, they're I'm a good team. No, KU. no, no. We're talking about one in eleven K. Yeah. O and, O and eleven KU teams. That that this man came from. I'm not sure if I'm Kadarius Tony. I'm looking at kind of Embry, like, bro, what are you going to tell me about playing this position?
1: Right. Like I, I have more situation I have, like uh, Joe Brady comes into the offensive coordinator box, and you're like, you know what? I know where you coached and who you coached. <laughs> you're good. You know, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Guy it's- is like- <laughs> Like bro, like uh, bro, how am was I was one to... of those jobs that you didn't have to show him your resume? Where like you just walk <laughs> in, they were like, "Can hey, you start now?" Because I, if I'm him, I'm like sliding my resume upside down, like you know, kind of. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So did you play the position? Yeah, I did. I did. Where'd you play? Can you? I'm no, sorry. No. What'd you say?
1: There seems to be a gap in your resume. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. We we don't. And this is here's another point. This is for the homie Zach. This is why you do not have receivers on rotations decide who your receivers are Nagy has us on the rotation and he said he doubled down on this by the way today in yeah, the yeah, press yeah. conference he said he's going to continue to have them in rotation i'm like no no
1: yo, no no yo, you know you know what when you when you decide to have people in rotation you can use uh, the cliche phrases like we're going with who has the hot hand well guess what nobody has the hot hand <laughs> and they don't have the hot hand because you're
0: putting them in rotation and 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 to be fair, like, shout out to the homie Reese. Like, Reese made this point earlier. He's like, look, when you do have these guys in rotation, you have a guy who comes in, he gets open, he makes a play, and then he's out. He's like, how are they supposed to expect the rhythm? I've seen other um, criticisms about, about them, about how, you know, these guys are running routes where they're not expected to get the ball. So they're basically out here getting in cardio and just running around. They're not expected to get the ball. Then they get taken out the game. So then when you put them in a critical situation and say, okay, now you got to make this play. Now you got to make this catch. They haven't had the reps all game long. And it's like bringing in the shooter off the bench to come yeah. take a game and a shot when he hasn't played all game. He doesn't know what he's like. So again, like I, I go back again. EB Eric B had a whole Twitter article dedicated to him after they lost the AFC title game that blamed the entire thing on him. And I have not seen enough from this fan base. I, I maybe I should go to Twitter and put in a, 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 a Twitter mention and, and search for Nagy's name and yeah. see what they're saying. I didn't have to do that when B enemy was here. It was right. there for me to read in all of its glory. Again, I Nagy got the office look like the Bears. I cannot disagree with this. I cannot dis. Well, I mean, I don't know if the commanders' offense is better, Zach. I will. I will say yeah. this:
1: has got a, better weapons. I mean, Robinson, they got Jr., better, Scary Terry, like you know, they they got Jahan better. Jahan Dotson. Yeah. I mean, they they
0: are looking like a capable offense on most weeks. Sam yeah. Howell, who people had a lot of questions about, can he be a guy that can be a starter in this league? I think he's proven he can be a starter in this league. And yes, some of that. Not some of it. A lot of that credit has to go to Eric Bieniemy. He just lost to Tommy DeVito. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, look, that's that's. A, I look at Ron Rivera on that one. I look, I got to look at Ron. The other team gets paid too, so that's yeah, why cool. I say every week. But again, in two games against the Eagles, you couldn't put those losses on Sam Howell. Sam Howell played well enough for those teams to win both of those games. They went to overtime in the first game. And yeah. he led them on a two-minute drive to get them to overtime. And then in the second game, that game, I think he threw an interception to close it out, but I, I feel like he got hit as he threw the ball or something like that. But that was still a competitive game. Yeah. So, again, common opponents, those offenses looked a lot more capable of beating the Eagles than the Chiefs did last night. Well, to be fair, first half, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, uh, <laughs> the Chiefs put in the work Zach said our office needs a black father to yell at them (laughs) but again like to me this doesn't I know you've expressed optimism that they'll figure it out I know there's been a lot of rational rationalizing about I know uh shout out to Carrington Harrington he said today that the numbers for the offense of the Chiefs and the defense of the Chiefs mirror the 2015 Broncos that ended up winning the championship that year that's the year Peyton threw 15 interceptions had to be I mean I'm going to say bench, but basically he took some time off to Listen, basically. Man. This heal. is a
1: podcast where we don't discuss anything negative about Peyton Manning. So I'm just saying, let's get to the next point.
0: I'm just saying they, <laughs> I know the numbers are similar. However, my counterpoint to that is the problem with, with the Broncos in 2015 was the quarterback, not the, not the receivers. When he was throwing on wounded ducks out there, the people that his re- <laughs> talent skill position players caught the passes. They weren't letting them bounce off their chest or hit them in the face mask. They actually caught them. And so, again, maybe the Chiefs figured out. I do not, as it stands today, because it's all I have to go off of, is the information that's been presented to me. I don't see this turning around. I don't see it getting better. And I see – I don't ha- – I think they can win a divisional game, but once they get, – I'm sorry, a wild card game, if they happen to fall – well, if they're at a the two-seed two right now, I had them losing in a division around. I think they can win a wild card game. I don't see them beating one of the top four teams in the AFC as it stands today.
1: Yeah. I could still see them beating uh, um, a Jaguars easily. Jags are the three seed right now. I think. Yeah. I mean, so uh, I have to look at the standings to see who the, because they're the two. So the seventh seed. I think that what well, we're, I mean, I don't want to call it overreaction because there's definitely something wrong, but what, we're sitting here and we're talking about them losing to, you know, probably the best team right now in, in the NFL by, by one drive. You know what I mean? So the, the whole idea of I, don't, I can't see them beating anybody. Like, they just lost to the number one seed, the best team with the best record in off one drive, off a drop. I mean, if he catches the ball and scores a touchdown, of course the Eagles still get a chance to come down and tie, which it's very possible they could have. Our defense playing well. But, like, we, we lost to the best team in football off one drive it's just but the way it looked it's just the way it looked it's just the drop it's just the drops and saying hey when the going is tough can we make these plays but here's the thing though
0: it's so for me i am big on the process as well as the result the result matters but also how you got there matters to me and if you go and look at this offense look at the miami game they go up 21 nothing they don't score again after that game you look at this game you look at the both denver games the offense was was not good in both Denver games you go and look at that Jaguars game I think that was like 17 to nine or something like that was the final score on that one like this offense is not it right now so again when you look at the totality of their season and not just this game in a in a vacuum there is reason to be concerned hey man I call it like I see it and again here's the thing Here's the thing. I'm not emotionally tied
1: to the Chiefs. So If we're, Zach, looking, at the, if we're looking at the Chiefs right now, there only, there's only two games left on the schedule that, in my opinion, are, are possible losses. Look, you're going to the Raiders. That's not a loss. Then you got Green Bay. That's not a loss. Buffalo at Kansas City. Look, Buffalo is one of those teams that could give you an L. You got New England. That's not a loss. The Raiders at home. Not a loss. Jake Browning against t- Kansas City, not a loss. Then you go to Herbert. Look, they're still going to end up at, at probably worst 12 and 5. More than likely, they're still going to end up 14 and 3. Or 13 Let me and tell three.
0: you, uh, I'm going I'm to address that in just a second. Zach, I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to end it on this. He said, I'm married to a Chiefs fan, and he says he's not emotionally tied. My wife is the most casual of Chiefs fans. <laughs> the most casual. So, she she's asking me (laughs)
1: um what all that what are we um abercrombie Abercrombie and Fitch. like she is she is
0: not she's not living and dying with them losing these games she's asking me at like did they win like she no alerts on her phone no nothing she if i don't say anything she doesn't know so (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm more vocal when I'm watching the Niners and Notre Dame play. Yep. Straight up. But but so to that point, here here's the issue with the offense. If the Chiefs could just get to top 10 in terms of top 10 in terms of pro- production, they could win the rest. They could go to the Super Bowl with that because uh I mean, I go, put on my, I go put on my Mahomes jersey right now. That don't bother me. Like, I root for the – Zach, I have, he's, I have a picture of you in the Chiefs shirt. Like, I, it does not matter to me. Yeah, I wear Chiefs gear. I live in Kansas City. I root for them to do well, talk except for it. when they play the Niners. But here's the, here's the thing, right, and I want to talk about this, get into this theory a little bit. The Chiefs should beat the Raiders and the Packers. Um, who else should you listen at? Um, the, the Patriots. The Patriots, the Bengals, because the they Bengals. lost Joe Burrow. But here's a theory that I want to throw out here. Right now, the the Chiefs? Uh oh. Did I lose you? You still there? I'm here. Um, hold on one second. Let me. Let me. Uh. You can't hear me. I can. I got a FaceTime call, so I didn't know if it it affected what was going oh, on with you. me. Got you.
1: Got you. Got you. Got you.
0: All right, so um I want to talk about this theory. The Chiefs as this offense is currently constructed is in trouble because of something that I like to call the Blake borderization of the <laughs> NFL. All right, so if you if you listen to the show, watch the show, you know I've referred to Blake Bortles as the left-hand Tebow. And to be fair to him, he's he was better than Tim Tebow. But what I mean by the Blake Bortlesization of the league is this, is that when Blake Bortles was the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars for that one magical season where they almost made the Super Bowl, one quarter away from a Super Bowl appearance, which has never happened in their franchise history, they were able to be a successful team because they had a decent running game, a really good defense, and they asked Blake Bortles maybe – Two, three times a game to lead a drive to get us some points, whether it be a touchdown or a field goal. Defense is going to get them a short field. And we just do that and we can take care of the rest, Blake. Right. And as you look across this league, whether they are starters or whether you're looking at backups right now, there are a bunch of Blake Bortles type talent. I, not, not, let me, let me, let, that might be too far. There's a bunch of teams who are putting forth Blake Bortles like performances. Yeah. Where anybody can be beat on any given Sunday. I do, because that case in point, I do think it's funny. The only team to beat the Eagles is the Jets. With the, with the, I mean, he might be more Tim Tebow than Blake Bortles in <laughs> Zach Wilson. Yeah. And so here's the amount of teams. Here's the amount of teams that I feel like at this point are in the Blake Bortles mode. The Browns, the Steelers, the Jets, the Falcons, the Saints, the Bucks, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Titans, the Colts, Packers, Bears, Vikings, Chargers, only because they get in their own way so much that I have to put them on the list. And at this moment, because the offense is indeed broken, the Chiefs are in the Blake Bortles zone because they cannot put up points in the second half.
1: That's, that's that's wild. That's they are wild.
0: Look at look at their last three games and tell me I'm Patrick Mahomes threw 43 passes for 107. If that ain't Blake Bortles, what is like it's not Patrick's fault. Listen, listen, I have to I have to good at the end of Goodwill Hunting where Robin Williams is telling Matt Damon, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. Like so it's not Patrick's meeting, fault. See. Of course you haven't. Yeah. It's a great movie. You should actually sit down and watch it someday. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, put some respect on, on Dorian Thompson Robinson. Robinson <laughs> Let's go, Evan. Listen, Dorian, I, who I have in my Dynasty League right now, I am I am on the Dorian Thompson Robinson hype train. I hope to see him take over as a starting quarterback of the Browns one day. But
1: these quarterbacks are basically yeah, – hey, A single they, touchdown pass I was crying. Oh, he, he cried because he won? Yeah, he got his first career win. He was on the, the silence crying. And he threw a touchdown pass. Let's go. Hey, I'm happy for that young man.
0: <laughs> first of all, Zach, if you ain't seen Goodwill Hunting, I'm about to have Zach pull up. If you ain't seen Goodwill Hunting, that's your fault. Like, Goodwill Hunting is a great movie. But anyway, but you have all that's half the league I named, by the way, that have quarterbacks. That's what rare. Tom Brady was talking about mediocrity. <laughs> Dog, like, it really. And to me, the mediocrity is at the quarterback position. It's not necessarily the skill position. It's not that's necessarily. Why you can't
1: put Patrick Mahomes in the Bortles.
0: But again, until this offense shows me they can actually be a threat again for four quarters, yes, the Chiefs have to go in the Blake Bortles zone. Not, again, Patrick, it's not your fault. You. What did Giselle say? He cannot throw it and catch it too. Like, it's not your fault, Patrick. I'm just telling you. But, yeah, but to me, the Chiefs have to be careful. This Raiders game, this is not a walkover. This is not a game where they
1: can just take for granted that they're going to go. Meet Chris Stone Cold Jones. (laughs) I mean, again. Well, the Chiefs had six sacks on Jalen Hurts last night. They should have won the game. Like, bro, like. That's what I'm telling you. They, they, They played well enough to not beat the best team in football by a drive. But the thing is,
0: your mom know your mom is up on game. Thank you, Mama Ward. Great movie. The thing, but, but the problem is, is that they shouldn't be in this. It's week 12, bro. It's not going, it's on, it's not going to get better. It's not. It's not. I'm I'm not gonna harp on it anymore. Chiefs fans, y'all can let me know what y'all think.
1: I told everybody but, on Twitter, I bet my money, I won my money. If you didn't read the tweet, that's your fault. Eagles were up on 10 Chiefs in the Super Bowl. We came back to win. Chiefs were up by 10 going into halftime. Eagles were going to win. I knew it. I knew it. It's a script. It's a script. Listen,
0: when Kelsey had that ball punched out, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. This this feels like a Chiefs loss
1: right here. Like, Actually, this when is- Kelsey had that ball punched out, I thought it was going to be one of those scenarios where um, the enraged white guy gets real mad and punches the wall and then breaks his hand, you know, because like, I don't know if you saw how hard he punched he the He punched Hey, listen. And I'm, like, I'm like, he's about to have it's the Gus Marat or the, you know, like you were your celebration or your, like, you, I thought he was going to break his whole hand, like hitting the ground like that. And I was like, please don't break your whole hand, please.
0: Listen, I, Travis, you know better than me, but please, please stop doing that, bro. That is not one, I forget what game I was watching. It had to be Notre Dame. I got mad and like, I didn't even slap, I didn't even sl- fist. I took my finger with my ring on it and I hit the wall. And that mug rang back on this ring finger. <laughs> oh God. It was sore for about a good week. I was like, oh God. Did I just because oh, yeah. at first I thought I broke it? I thought I broke it. It hurt so bad. So please talk about next time. Kelsey's looking a little washed. Wash is not. No, so let's be, but here's the thing it's not that he's washed. There is there is a decline he's getting triple team yeah, because right. they looking at they looking at Skyborn, justin watson and saying single coverage see Sing- what what we got to worry about we ain't got nothing to worry about yeah we, we we might as well be revis island over here <laughs> what, what we
1: got to worry about over here
0: you know what i'm saying Nvs. nah they not worry about them dudes man like they gotta figure something out. they gotta hold you.
1: That man MVS ran directly by the whole defense. Like they did not like 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 he wasn't even he didn't even come off the snap fast. He just they're just like look.
0: Uh, I'm gonna tell a quick story related to being getting blown by. Right, so flag football league, oh. flag football league. Oh come on, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so flag football league i'm in my early 20s and uh we're playing i'm playing safety most of the game i get lined up against this young man he's the like this team was like the best team right they were the clear favorites to win the whole thing we had a round robin tournament because our company's big enough we have to have those things I line up. I get lined up as a corner. I look at him and I go, "Help!" Immediately, I look back at the safety, <laughs> "Help!" Wait, you were Help! playing
1: corner, so you you move from safety
0: to corner. Right. We had a we rotated. We rotated. Okay. And um and so somebody came in and I rotated over the corner and I'm looking at him like, "Bruh, like, no, don't leave me one on one with this cat, bro." Um. So Zach, here's the thing. I was like 70 pounds lighter. Yeah,
1: I wasn't yeah, yeah. the same
0: size now right i'm like 220, 230 at this point in my life and so he snaps the ball he ta- he he go go route like he already know what's up he ain't he ain't running no 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 straight go so we're running about 10 yards down the field 15 yards we still even all of a sudden he goes he throws his hand up <laughs> like i'm open and i'm like Hey, bro, you wilding? Like I'm, I'm right here. In we hip the hip. What you talking about? You open? I look back as we're running. I see the QB launch. All of a sudden, it was like he went meek meek. <laughs> and all of a sudden, that gap. He hit another gear. He hit the third gear, what? fourth gear. Then he hit the NAS. And I'm at <laughs> top speed. I'm like,
1: mm, ain't no, cl-
0: ain't no, ain't no shifting into another gear. No, no. He gone cooked. cooked by the time the ball softly landed into his arms for the <laughs> touchdown he is five yards five to seven yards up on me and i'm like well dang i yeah. see i see how i see how Reeves felt when randy moss was throwing the hand up yeah off yeah. the snap but anyway man i just had to i wanted to share that story that, that quick story real quick but yeah man chiefs fans y'all let us know what y'all think man like what do y'all think about this offense? Can it be fixed? Can they get things turned around? To me, I feel like blindly saying that we because it got fixed last year or because, you know, we were fine and we won a Super Bowl or we're Super Bowl champions, to me, that is ignoring the issue. It's not dealing with the reality that's in your face right now. And so maybe they do. Maybe we look back at the end of the season and this is, this is a blip on the radar screen and the Chiefs are back-to-back champs. I personally do not see it right now. That's my personal opinion.
1: Yeah. All right. Anything uh, else you want to say? No. um, I think I've kind of made it pretty clear that, I mean, I'm not – the Chiefs to me are still the top one of the top four teams in the NFL. Going into what else you want to be one of the top four teams in the NFL. Yes, there are questions, offense coordinator questions, wide receiver questions, things like that, that we maybe have not had in the past – that would you know we're so used to playing in afc championship games and you know being the clear-cut favorite to win the afc you know that that we're not there right now at this point in time of the season like we usually are but i still think they're one of the top four to five teams in the nfl all right
0: all right we'll see we'll see uh all right man let's uh let's uh let's get into um is there anything else nfl wise that happened this weekend that you're interested in we can jump to uh college real quick. Yeah, we can jump to college. All right, I do want to say this. Um, shout out to the Niners. Um, they got a big game coming up this weekend against the uh Seahawks mm-hmm. in Seattle. Big game. If they can win that game, they'll go up two games, I think, or three games in the division, because they're already up two, uh, which will give them a good chance of winning the division for the second year in a row. Um Brock Purdy, in the eyes of people, is good again, which, I mean, he was always good. He was not great. Um, I think he's he has had moments of greatness. I feel like mm-hmm. this weekend that throw to Ayuk was, was super dope, right in the bread basket, 60, 70-yard touchdown. Um, I do wish that people like Nick Wright, shout out to Nick Wright, Kansas City Zone, would give a little bit more respect to Brock Purdy. No, he's not Joe Montana. No, he's not Tom Brady. No, he's not Patrick Mahomes. Um, but he is a capable quarterback and right now that's what Kyle Shanahan's offense need it would be great to have a Mahomes a Justin Herbert man somebody free my guy Justin Herbert man get him out of get him out of LA that's another story for another day but he is more than capable of leading that offense and being very good and having very good moments doesn't mean he won't make bonehead plays all right so let's jump into college man so I hate to do this, but we're going to do it uh, because we don't we don't duck no smoke here. That's true. Let's get into it, man. Tennessee versus Georgia. Um, I did not get a chance to see this game. I think it was seven. It was seven three at one point early on.
1: It was seven to nothing. We scored on the first play of the game.
0: So I saw I saw the highlight of that. And then I saw it was seven three. Georgia kicked the field goal. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. I was a little busy. I think Notre Dame might have been on. I went away from Notre Dame, came back to just to see what was happening. It was like twenty four seven. I was like, "Oh, I see how this is about to go." So, yeah. your your thoughts on Georgia versus uh, Tennessee?
1: Well, I mean, it kind of the same thoughts as a, it's the last couple weeks, you know. I mean, I think that something that I've known just kind of didn't really want to come to grips with was that Joe Milton is just not Hendon Hooker. And we also lost our offensive coordinator as well, you know, um, from last year. And uh, we have had a lot of injuries. And I think that going into this season, it's like we kind of felt like we were a little bit more ahead of what we actually were. Last year was kind of like one of those years where, boom, you know, you kind of come out of nowhere. You beat Alabama. You got all these wins. New Year's Six Bowl. You beat Clemson or whatever. And you think, I'm back. So we just – we just reload right and then we win 10 games the next year and then we win 10 games the next year and that's how it works in college right and it's like nah, you lost Jalen Hyatt you lost Cedric Tillman you lost Hendon Hooker you you know what I mean you lost your offensive coordinator so um I wish that we would have been more competitive in the games against like Missouri and Georgia um because you know that would have kind of gave me a little bit of hope going into next year but I mean we do have a really, really good, you know, backup quarterback that's supposed to be starting next year. We have a lot of great running backs, and they're all young, too. Um, we got some good defensive players as well. But I just think what it was was, like, had we not lost to Florida, I wouldn't really have considered this season a failure, you know? Had we lost three games this year and went nine and three, that Florida loss is just was just a bad loss, see, um, I mean, considering family how family good family they are and I what do, they you know even I with Brantley. Um, yeah, that you, uh, you know losing so to long. Georgia, Alabama, she and Missouri. Um, if you look right now, they're she all three of the top ten teams. You know, like if you're not a top 10 team in the nation, you probably are going to lose to Georgia, Alabama, and Missouri if you play them. Uh, So not too, too disappointed. I just think that I thought Joe Milton would take a a bigger leap um, this year, and he just seems to be a guy that's inaccurate and a guy that is just uh, a freak athlete, but, like, not not it you know he doesn't have the intangibles he doesn't have the escapability he doesn't have the extend the play find the guy he doesn't have the you know all that kind of stuff and that's just it is what it is
0: so let me ask you this i saw this for some reason i guess it's because of my affiliation with you my phone likes to send me ads for tennessee clothing on fanatics and now i'm getting tennessee like content on my google Oh, nice. When I sign it, when I go to Google to try to go look up stuff, like it's sending me Tennessee content now. So I saw this about should Tennessee start Nico Because they so, got Vandy. Vandy's left, right?
1: That's the last game? Yeah. Um, should they start Nico? Yes and no. I mean, you know, the Joe Milton era is over. Right. However, he did stay here and he did, you know, you know, really give everything he had to Tennessee. It just wasn't Hendon Hooker. You know what I mean? Um. So, like, I don't know if you go into a Vanderbilt game like, hey, you know, we're going to do that. I, I mean, maybe maybe you talk to him and you say, hey, we're, we're going to give you both some snaps or whatever. I don't think you just bench Milton and say, hey, last week was your last week. You let him go in there and you let him throw a couple touchdown passes. You know, you get up on Vandy, you know, and then you go into the Nico era and, you know, you kind of figure out bowl game-wise. Right now everything's Gator Bowl and State and North Carolina that I'm seeing um, as far as the, the competition or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I think he gave enough to the University of Tennessee. He, he stayed here and, he, you know, he, he busted his butt where you don't just kind of like do that. Let me tell you something.
0: That whole bench, the starter for the backup, is such stupid college football message board behavior. Like that. First of all, if Nico was good enough to unseat, I almost called him Hendon, Joe Milton as a starter, he would have. Yeah. Like, listen, Notre Dame went through this last year with Drew Pine. Once Tyler Buckner gets hurt, Drew Pine comes in. Drew Pine is playing at the best of his ability, which is okay, uh, but not good enough. And the fan base, why don't you see what you got in the freshman? Because he's not ready. Yeah. Right? When they played Clemson last year, and they had DJ Uyunglele, and they put K. Klubnick into the game, like his second pass is a pick six. Yeah. And you had the entire, like all the sports writers who cover Notre Dame going, that's why you don't put the freshman in because he has, still has a lot to learn.
1: And you don't want to break their confidence. You know what I mean? Like, you don't – I mean, you really don't want to break their confidence at all. Like, P, I heard people talking about put putting Nico in the second half of the Georgia game, and it's like, one, you have to understand that you can only play in three or four games to keep your red shirt, you know. So if you play him in the Georgia game, then you have – you can't play him against Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt's one he's going to get better snaps and more, you know – it's a ball be game. Better. Or, or or the bowl game. Yeah. No, actually the bowl game doesn't count towards your redshirt. That's, right, uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so, um, so you know, there's things like that. But it's like, yo, confidence is is everything for a quarterback. You know what I mean? You throw him in there first game, you know, against a second half of Georgia. I guarantee the starters are staying in. I guarantee you they want to break him so that next year, when they see him, they remind you, Hey, we're the ones that broke you last year, you know?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like Like, no, like, listen, quarterback evaluation, when you're talking about the leap from college or from high school to college is incredibly tough. Same thing goes for the evaluation from the from college to the pros. And I won't I won't go into these numbers tonight. We'll save it for a later date. But when you look at the transfer portal and just how many kids I went and looked this up in the power five of how many transfers There are that have gotten snaps this year and how many kids from the transfer portal who have gotten the majority of the snaps. And it's a lot. And in every instance, it does not work. It does not always work out the way you want it. Notre Dame is experiencing this firsthand. Sam Hartman has been a good quarterback. Sam Hartman has not been the quarterback they thought they were getting when he left Wake Forest. And so you need to let those kids come in, let them get used to the speed, and the, the the violence, quite honestly, of the college game as they make that transition to prepare them for next year or two years down the road. You know, Tennessee might be in the transfer portal for a quarterback this offseason and, and allow Nico to sit for another year. And then as a junior, he can then come in and then play. But you have to be patient with these kids because. I'm trying to think. I think Bo Nix is kind of a good example. of This it didn't work out for him in Auburn, but when he got to Oregon that first year, it was it didn't look like this. Yeah, no. It looked better, but it wasn't this. And then right. you, now you have Bo Nix as a Heisman candidate, as a young man who people think that could be a first round draft pick. Which look at your own risk at your at your at your own risk. Like, I got. I I hope he's good. I hope he has a a successful pro career, but he's not someone that I personally would spend the first round draft pick on. So again, you have to be patient, but I think part of what I talked about, right. Is the process versus the result. People want results so fast, no matter the process, like it doesn't matter if, you know, I'm going to pick on the Vikings. The Vikings had all those one, one score wins. Right. And so people like, oh, the Vikings, this really might be the year. it's like, guys, go look at the if you're watching the games, you know, this is this is fool's gold. The Broncos this year, the Broncos, they won four straight. They're turning it around. They might actually be good again. It's fool. Guys, no. Watch the games. You'll know that what they're doing is not sustainable. And so you have to be patient and patience is something that at the college and the pro level, we are. In short supply of if yeah, it's not you know. instant turnaround, the if it's not instant gratification. Too, so
1: the players are impatient too, you know. I mean, that's why yeah, yeah, in third yeah. quarter, you know, yeah. So.
0: But I I so again, you gotta be patient. I, you know, hopefully Tennessee I honestly would love Tennessee to play Notre Dame. I think right now the projections I've seen are LSU, which
1: let you me don't tell want you. That smoke
0: so it depends on <laughs> who it depends again, on. Who, Your running back might have 400
1: yards.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It depends on who from Notre Dame and LSU are there, right? Because I I don't think Jaden Daniels will play. Harold Perkins is only a sophomore. Yeah. Um, But they have a bunch of kids. Like, I don't know if Malik Neighbors plays, if that, you know. So it just depends on who all is there. But all I know is this. Regardless of who plays and who doesn't for either team, you do not want to be the coach who loses that game. And you don't have another game for like 6 months. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. So so again, I just think patience, you got to stress patience with these kids, man. You cannot go in here and expect to just, oh, well because the last coach had success, that is automatically going to transfer right. over to the next one. So I want to let's close the show on this. Michigan. Jim Harbaugh is suspended. This he's serving the final game of his suspension this weekend. In well, I, I, you know, it'd be funny if they somehow rigged up a device because, I mean, they like to cheat. So it would be funny if they rigged a device that somehow allowed Harbaugh like a channel yeah. or from his home where he could like the still be radio. Yeah. Provide input into the play. I'm pretty yeah. sure they could probably do that. With one of the assistant coaches like just have like a some type of. Yeah. His headset is not on the same frequency as all the rest of them. Right. Just put Jim in and just let him talk. And that guy just talks to Sharon Moore for, so if you somehow have been living underneath the rock, Michigan cheating scandal, they have been accused of sending, having one of their assistant coaches send players, not send players, I'm sorry. That would make it even more funny. Send uh, people out to games across the country to spy on future opponents, steal their signals. And so they can then in game when they play these opponents know exactly what each signal means and, shut, and basically shut him down. Yeah, um, There's a lot of causation, correlation being thrown around of when he shows up, Michigan all of a sudden gets good again. When Harbaugh's job was on the line, he wrote, now the things we do know that he did, we know he purchased tickets to games. We know that they filmed the games. We know that he had this manifesto where he talked about he could be a college coach and about this whole scheme in general of what he was cooking up. We know he was on the sidelines of a Central Michigan <laughs> Football game in CMU gear spying on Michigan State.
1: Make um, you sure you know we're talking about Connor Stallions, y'all. This I don't is know not if you a Friday name, so I have kinda, not like, said his name. Okay, this so is so not Jim a Friday Harbaugh, night. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, Jim Harbaugh was not in CMU gear. No, <laughs> on the <Sunday>. Connor
0: Stallions <laughs> is the person who is yeah. the mastermind, allegedly, of this whole scheme. It's also been alleged that a booster was funding this entire operation, which. Again, this is like one of the greatest stories of my lifetime, uh, because first of all, here, let, let's just say this. How much would you love for your job to be to travel across the country to college campuses and college towns and spend a weekend there and get 50 yard line seats and get to watch football? Great, great. Like, First of all, let me let me let me get my scammers on. Let me take these off. Let me put my scammers on. We're going to have this conversation oh, yeah. with the scammers. Oh, yeah. I don't they're probably dirty as heck, so please forgive them. But these are the scammers like. If I could if I could travel, to, if someone said to me, yo, A1, you have your choice of pro football, college football, pro basketball, college basketball, baseball, hockey. You can pick which one of these would you like to travel around the country. And not that you have to report on anything. You just get to go to the games. You, you do a little cheating while you're there. Get your phone out. Record some signals. But you get to watch football. I am taking college football 10 out of 10 every time i get to i get to go to and uh, not ann arbor i get to go to michigan state i get to go to the horseshoe i get to go to nebraska i think they had tennessee on the docket right yep. i get to go to georgia are you serious i get to do this and you're going to pay me <clears throat> dog what a life what a life that's number 1 number 2 like i've seen people try to say well Let me ask you this. Do you think this is a big deal? And and I'll add my input after that. Do you think this is a big deal?
1: Yeah, I think it's a big deal. Uh, Just the lengths in which they have gone to cheat, you know, not the not the idea of cheating. I mean, we've known for a long time that folks cheat, um, you know, and I imagine people try to steal signs as well. You know, but the lengths in which they have gone shows that, like, they are really about it. And it kind of just makes you think. Is this the only thing that they go to links to do? You know what I mean. Like, you know, if, if that's part of your character or whatever, is it just sign stealing? You know, it's it's kind of one of those things. It's like, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire type thing.
0: Dog, listen. <laughs> I've seen people try to. Well, everybody does it, and I'm like, define it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if if everyone is is sending play sending coaches to games across the country, then fine. First of all, Michigan, you're just the one who dumb, who was dumb enough to get caught. Let's just start there for a yep. school that prides itself on intelligence and academia. Yeah. Let's start there. That's yeah. number one. Number two, if they're like, i see people say, well, they, they, there's not really a big schematic advantage because you still got to go out there and execute bro. Stop it. Stop it. I want people to go look up the word <laughs> wakey leaks and get back to me. If I know what you're going to do, That's the game. What are you talking about? If I know, hey, you're about to run, you throw up a deuce, and I go, oh, that deuce means power sweep to the left, toss sweep to the left. You're you're already at a disadvantage. Even if they only did it once a game, only in critical situations did they do this. You're talking about game-altering plays. And so if they – if they um, profited just even once off of it, yes, guys, that's a problem. That's not. That's not. Hey, I watched this game film and I was able to break down your codes from this game tape or from this TV tape. Like, I don't understand people saying it's not a big deal, but then also saying stuff like, "Well, yeah, he, Jim Harwell needs to be punished." Then, then what are we talking about? Like, that's a contradiction. You cannot have both of those things be true at the same time. Um. Do you think that they should be allowed to compete for the national championship? Because allegedly this was happening in season before there was, this was taking place this year. Big 10 got wind of it. NCAA got wind of it. And then this is when it all kind of came. That, crashing like, down.
1: So the NC, the NCAA still hasn't dealt with it. The big 10 has just dealt with it, right? NCAA is still investigating the big, Ten, I think if the NCAA excuse me. deems what they're investigating to be something that let's just say they come to an uh, uh, um, an agreement on what they're going to do next year. If they believe that what they're investigating could result in stripping them from a national title, then they need to go ahead and not allow them to participate. I don't like the idea of them going ahead and being able to win a national title when you know you're investigating something that if this was true, we would take that national title from you. You know what? It's just like it's just like you know. Anytime anybody loses a national title, it's like I, I still won the Heisman. Reggie Bush won the Heisman Trophy, y'all he won the Heisman Trophy. You know what I mean? If it happened, it happened. You know, <laughs> Memphis made it to the national championship game. <laughs> you know, against Kansas, like I mean, we're not
0: doing I mean, this. Louisville had their banner taken down. Louisville, they won yeah. that. They won the championship.
1: Yeah. So you know what? You're... Even if they stripped them of that title next year, it's like if they go and they win that title, it's like. That's not a punishment. They they won.
0: You're the first person I've heard actually with that stance. I think that's a very interesting one and one that I'm inclined to agree with. Like if you, yeah, like if if we're going to, if we're, if the end result is going to be that we're going to, if you want it, that we would tell you, take the banner down.
1: Yeah.
0: then Yeah. You probably shouldn't be able to compete. Yeah. Wow. I like that. I like – I actually – I really like that. So let me ask you this as far as the game goes. Do you think Michigan wins the game? They're at home.
1: I do. Against Ohio State. I do. I do. I haven't been very impressed with Ohio State all year. Now, I haven't been very impressed with Michigan all year either. Well, so
0: so in their defense, they are banged up. They're quite banged up. Offensive line is banged up. Lost one of their best, better uh, wide receivers this weekend. I don't think he's going to be available. I also think JJ McCarthy is a little banged up as Bang well. Up. So, uh
1: and I believe to... in I believe in that college football is never it never gets the the non chaos road. You know what I mean? Like there's just something about it. College football is like no, we're not going to get this Michigan L to where we don't even have to think about it now anymore. All right, put it in the back seat. With but it here's late. the thing.
0: But here's the thing, though. We haven't normally right. You have. Within these championship chases, there is a weekend where it's just like, oh my God, three of the top five just lost. And we have not had that yeah. yet. I mean, Washington's still undefeated, Georgia, Michigan. Um, I'm missing anybody. Ohio State. Um, and yeah. so Florida State. Florida well, Florida State, I mean, they're pretty much they're cooked, right? I just don't they're their resume the
1: championship. I think they're gonna put them in.
0: Their resume's not good enough. I think they have only one uh ranked win so far. Yeah. Um, uh, which is L S U. So only one ranked ranked win thus far. Louisville, man, I mean, look, they're they're nine and one. And they got some players. They got some players at the skill position. So I could see Florida State losing that game. Um if they don't listen, you talk about being upset about Tennessee losing to Florida. I think Florida can beat Florida State without Jordan Travis.
1: But Graham Mertz is out, so they're starting the red shirt freshman. So
0: Oh, well, dang, never mind. Yeah, cancels itself out then. Um, yep. so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think Ohio State can win that game. I think Ohio State can win that game. I'm going to pick Ohio State, it has nothing to do with the whole Michigan Notre Dame rivalry. I think it has more to do with the injuries. Um, and this is Sharon Moore is basically first of all, Sharon, that was super lame. You crying. I, I, I just let me just throw that out there. Jim Harbaugh didn't die, yeah. he wasn't in a tragic boating accident. That was super lame. <laughs> Um, yeah,
1: it was like it really wasn't like, you know, he was sick. He's in the hospital. It's like none of that. You know what I mean? It's is literally and, yo, you're accused and, of cheating. Like, like, what are we talking about now? And
0: not only did were you accused, but you did it. And here's the other part yeah. of this. Jim Harbaugh is trying to fight this talking about due process, bro. Did you want them to find more stuff? Like you've already had to fire Connor Stallions, you just had to fire your linebackers coach because allegedly he was tampering with evidence. Do you want them? Like this is like playing spades against somebody, and you know how when you play spades like dominoes, and they got and they got like Deuce, big Joker, a little joker, yeah, Ace of Spades, right? And they start talking crazy to you because they know I'm. You think you' about to be set? We running to Boston right now, right? Right? And it's like you really want to. You I I think what happened was is the Big Ten. Sat Jim down and said, Look, big Joker, little Joker, yeah, deuce, ace. What you got to say now? And he was like, yeah. oh, my my bad, my bad. Y'all good, y'all good, y'all got it. And so yeah. here's the thing: Sharon Moore got up there sounding like Martin. If you ever watch Martin, and I know you haven't seen it, when Martin I've seen is like some
1: fake episodes of Martin, not all of them,
0: <laughs> when he does the fake crime, he's like this was for you man yeah yeah yeah. gina i love you like he's out there sounding like that and i'm like bro please like listen you making us look bad right like forget forget michigan you making us look man if you listen if you're watching on youtube you know what i mean by us look at me when i look at the camera and say you're making us look bad like bro it was crazy but anyway i got Ohio state just because i think michigan is too banged up I hope it's an entertaining game, though, because I want to see a good game. Um, and that's 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 it, man. We're not gonna go into the NBA. I know the Tennessee game is on. We're not gonna get to NBA. We'll talk about the in season tournament next week or whenever the next time we're on. Uh, we'll get into it's some other in stuff next UPS week. Yes,
1: tracking because I had something ordered that I was wanting to do an unboxing live, but it might have to wait. <sighs> yeah, it's like and now it says it will arrive by uh, eight p.m. I'm like, all right, it's, UP- it's, U- it's, U- it's UPS, so we'll see.
0: Man, get on Instagram. I am a Ward on Instagram. You yeah. can Get a live unboxing. Follow yeah. him. We can all find out together. Are we talking cards? No, 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 no. OK, OK. So we Stop. can find out we can find out what he's going to be unboxing, see what it is. I'm pretty sure it's going to be something good. We thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you all for walking with us, man. Um, you can check us out by searching every episode of It's a Black and White Thing on the podcast app. If your choice, give us five stars, rate and review. Same thing for YouTube. Search Brains and Bars. Rate, subscribe, comment, all the good stuff. All the people in the comments. Zach, man, I promise you, next time we call, we we talk Chiefs heavy, I'm going to throw the link out there. You can jump on and talk, get your, get your bars off about the Chiefs. Um, Twitter, I'm sorry. Yes, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Brands and Bars. Until next time, it's been a black and white thing. Hey, listen, bro. I'm going to tell you, if Tennessee somehow plays Notre Dame, my wife is watching me as I say this, we're going to the game
1: we in the building. we in the building. We're going, to
0: the, we're going to the game.
1: Yeah. We already got a free place to stay. We're there.
0: I had to, had to pull the glasses down. You can yeah. go with us. We can leave the kid at home. You can go with us. <laughs> yes, she sir. Pointed. See, hey, I got the point. We there. We in the building. So Tennessee, Notre Dame.
1: Lord, Let's make it. it happen.
0: We there. All right. All right, man. I'll let you. Appreciate y'all. Yep.